Hey, it's Heather, and in this episode of Not Just Heather, we are joined by Nicholas Haskins from Nikolai's Kitchen and the epic livestream for the Cure event that raises funds for cancer research. We hope that you enjoy his stories that he has to share from his journey. Hey Nick, thank you so much for joining me. It is amazing to have you here. We've done Sunshine Summits before, but it is amazing to have you be a part of this project. Welcome. You're one of my favorite people. So anytime, anytime Heather Welch wants you to get on the microphone, I'm there. (laughs) Thank you. Hi. Hi. We have an amazing connection, which actually I think came from Emily Prokop and the wonderful world of also podcasting connections that tend to be quite prolific. And Emily is amazing. She is one of your most important connections. She's like, I mean, if I don't even know, I don't have words to describe her. She's just beyond incredible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just have an awe inspired and filled moment right now Mm. (laughs) for Emily. Yeah. She's wonderful. She's done a lot of things, just been an amazing friend, but also recently she's been super amazing around Livestream for the Cure, which is a huge event that is in its fifth year. Fifth year. I can't believe it. (laughs) It is a huge live fundraising event that I am super proud to be a part of. This is my fourth one. I missed the first one because I hadn't really begun this journey of mine, but stoked to be here with you this year for another year with a bigger goal, raising funds for cancer research. Yeah. And I mean, from the first one was really, and in fact, April 5th was when I announced the first ever live stream for the cure back in 2017 so it's you know we raised about twelve hundred dollars then twelve hundred twelve hundred and fifty dollars or something of that nature last year for live stream for the cure our goal was ten thousand and we raised about six thousand more than that so just i mean just to think about how much the event has grown which you have been an integral part of it's been wonderful to have you along for the past four years and many more years in the future as we continue to grow and grow and grow absolutely i'm here for all the things (laughs) it's a huge event you bring together people from podcasting backgrounds content creators we all get together to be a part of this amazing huge like really long live streaming event that is an (laughs) epic feat in of itself you champion you're my hero (laughs) thank you yeah and it is for such an amazing cause i love that cancer research is what we're fundraising for. It means so much to me. And I love just the main underlying tagline that together we can make a difference. That is huge. Yeah. And I mean, I mean the, the all the people that come together for the event every year are a testament to that, really. I mean, over $30,000 we've raised over the past four events. And then some of that, I don't know how much because the Cancer Research Institute doesn't tell me, but, you know, as you know, you know, they double up to $250,000 of the donations made between like mid-May and the end of June, which is immunotherapy month. So however much of what we've raised has also been doubled by their benefactors, I don't know. So that could really be anywhere in the realm of like fifty to $60,000 for all I know. It is hugely important. We've made a mark and we'll continue to keep doing amazing things to help in that yes, area. Yes, we will. Yeah, this is going to be probably a tough question, maybe. But what are some of the highlights that you can think of off the top of your head from past Livestream for the Cure events? Probably the biggest highlight for me was uh, was Perry and Lindsay, mm-hmm. you know, who I, I know that, that you knew very well as well. And I haven't honestly uh, had a chance to talk to Lindsay in, in quite a while now, but 
Perry and Lindsay championed the event. Like they were really looking forward to being part of the event year two. And then Perry was diagnosed only weeks before. And I gave them the out. I said, I, I understand you. Like, you know, you guys don't have to do this. And they wanted to be part of it even more mm-hmm. to raise awareness and to, and to raise money for cancer research. And after we hit our goal, that was the first year also that we hit the goal. And then we switched it over and we actually raised, you know, just about a thousand dollars or so for Perry and Lindsay and just getting to talk to them about the way that their lives had changed, the way that cancer had kind of uprooted their lives and, you know, to be able to raise money and try to help them and try to do some good for them was, I mean, live stream for the cure. When you talk about cancer research and when you talk about like raising money for cancer, I mean, cancer is something that affects everyone. And that's why I really love like kind of trying to champion raising money for it. Mm -hmm. But it's always like everybody has a cancer story. I know you do. I know I do. Yeah. You know, but then, you know, that's the kind of thing about cancer is it strikes anyone at at literally any time. And, you know, this was somebody who was just they were getting ready to be part of an event to raise money for this. And then, bam, a level four cancer diagnosis. Yeah. I mean, that has to be number one. I mean, you know, and then Lindsay came back. Unfortunately, after after Perry had passed, Lindsay came back for year three. and, 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 you know, we just had that amazing talk with her that lasted like I don't know, an hour and a half or something like that to wrap out the third year of the event. Mm -hmm. You know, she talked about, you know, how the event had impacted her, but also, you know, how Perry's diagnosis and all those kinds of things had progressed in the year that we had, you know, the year since we had talked to them. And unfortunately, with his passing, all of the things that she had to struggle with, I mean... I, I don't I don't know that it that it, that it gets more meaningful and more poignant and then it's not that I don't have a lot of fun like there's a lot of fun things that happen during the events there's a lot of amazing memories that I have yeah. from the four years but nothing can top that yeah absolutely that was hard and amazing yeah. and all of the things all in one and I'm so grateful for this event and what it does for people like Perry and Lindsay and whatever I can do to help will a flow on effect help others as well. And I would like to stop collecting cancer stories if I can, because they suck. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like I said, you know, cancer affects everyone. It affects whether you're in the United States, whether you're in New Zealand mm-hmm. or anywhere else in the world. It doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter on Nikolai's Kitchen and, you know, Epic Film Guys, one of our long-term fans and friends, Jared, his nephew just got diagnosed with a brain tumor at 11, you know? I mean, it's it, it affects everyone. It doesn't care how rich you are. It doesn't care how poor you are. doesn't care, you know, your socioeconomic background, anything like that. Cancer affects all of us, you know? Yeah. But together, we're going to get together and do what we can to make a difference. That's right. Absolutely. You just briefly mentioned Nikolai's Kitchen and... When you've joined me for the Sunshine Summits, you had the restaurant podcast and Mm -hmm. things, but now you're on this journey with Nikolai's Kitchen. And I was wondering if you could share with us about that project and your passion for food and positivity and your journey. I mean, food for me has always been something that I've been extremely passionate about. I get, you know, just kind of a, a peace and a thrill even that, you know, that comes over me when I'm in my kitchen, when I'm just being creative. And it's not like I succeed every single time. I definitely don't. I talk about that a lot on the show. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's just a really, really fun journey to be on, to just kind of experiment with different things, to try different things, to try to refine that craft into making it better and better each time. 
And when I did restaurant, like that was born out of an idea that was negative. Okay. You know, that was born out of go to chain restaurants and then rant about how terrible they are, Mm -hmm. you know, and kind of in, in the wake of a couple of different events that have happened in my life, like I just decided that I don't want that to be a part of my life anymore. Like I kind of got rid of or purged out the negative elements of my life and really kind of rediscovered this person that I was like a long time ago who was very, very happy-go-lucky, very positive, very like full of life and kind of looking forward to all of the great things that life has to offer. And that's a lot about what Nikolai's Kitchen was born out of. Instead of being negative, it's all about being positive. It's all about positivity, positive energy, learning and growing while also just admitting when you have human moments, when you have setbacks, when you need a day, when you need a week or whatever. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love the honesty that comes through in that. But I love that you radiate positivity and you're sharing a lot of positive things and you're sharing your journey. And you've had a huge health, well being journey that you've been on as well. And I'm really grateful. Thank you for sharing that with us. I mean, a lot of that has to do with you. If I can thank you personally, like on the air for it, like, you know, there was there was a time back in like 2018, especially in like maybe early 2019 where I was in some really, really dark places in my life, Mm. you know, and I was having a lot of negative and a lot of really, really bad thoughts. And one of the things that really saved me and that really kept me going day to day was your Sunshine Summit, your Sunshine episodes from Sunshine and Power Cuts that just kind of taught me to breathe, to relax, to reconnect with nature, to just go outside and quiet my mind and just let go of negativity and kind of embrace good feelings and embrace positive feelings and things like that. And because I was able to focus on those kinds of things, it got me through a dark period in my life. And I tell people all the time that you saved my life. You really, really did. And, you know, that's the power that you have. So I wanted to thank you for that because you're an amazing person and more people should listen to this. If you're not already listening, I mean, if you're listening to this, you're hearing it, but (laughs) like, I mean, everything that you do, like you radiate so much goodness and positivity that you attract really good and amazing and and positive people to you. And like I said, I I owe like even Nikolai's Kitchen in a way it it kind of has like roots in that as well. And that's again thanks to you. That blows me away. It had that much of an impact, but that is exactly what it was for, and that warms my heart so much to know that it helped. And I actually listened to one of your episodes of Nikolai's Kitchen recently and you mentioned that you needed to take a day you didn't have an episode or whatever maybe at a scheduled time and I was just like that is so great that you can share that you need to be in a particular mindset and whatever to create the thing and that's where I got stuck with Sunshine and Power Cuts as wonderful as it is it is also uh, something that's quite difficult and needs to be when I'm in the right space to be able to make it because I want it to have that message and that learning and that journey that can be so impactful. And it's just incredible that it had that for you. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, it, it really, really did. I mean, that's that, that's truth, though, you know, especially when you're really focused on positivity and everything, you have to be in the right frame of mind for that. You have to, I mean, even, and we all have darker times and we all have negativity and we all have things that affect us, but 
I mean, if you're having an off day or something, or if you're having a bad couple of days, the last thing that I want to do is try to force out something that's not there, Mm -hmm. you know, because then I'm just going to get stressed out by thinking about, oh, this sounds terrible. I need to re-record this or whatever. (laughs) So it's easier for me to just hit the stop button, push the microphone away and walk away and say, you know what? I can't do it this week, guys. I'm sorry. Let me take a couple days, get outside, go for a walk, feel the sunshine on my face breathe Mm -hmm. and just recenter my soul and then get back on the microphone and really be able to deliver something meaningful and good and positive. I mean, that's, I think the thing that is more important is that it feel genuine. And and that's one of the things that I always want to convey as part of Nikolai's kitchen is just genuine honesty. Like I, I always want to be open and honest about what I'm going through in my journey, because it's as much about helping people and about somebody getting something out of it as it is my own kind of therapy sessions, you know? (laughs) Absolutely. I hear you 100%. I feel all of those things. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You share that positivity and your journey, but you also make some very delicious things. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes. Sometimes. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's journey in and of itself too. Like you said, you might not always, I mean, things might not turn out the way you want them to, but you're giving it a go. And I think also you mentioned in an episode about you have an idea and then you take that idea and it unfolds. And I love that. And I talk about that again in in the most recent episode. I talked about just kind of having an idea and talking about sometimes just having an idea isn't enough. You need to kind of have a roadmap and you need to kind of plan it out. And then it failed me at one point like that doesn't always work but then this week on the show i did it again because of course i'm a creature of habit and we all are we all get stuck in our habits and things Mm -hmm. and i had the same thing i had an idea of something i wanted to do and i smashed it out of the park (laughs) it turned out it turned out great yes you know that's one of those things that i mean it's always sometimes you're gonna win and 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 sometimes you're gonna lose and i think it's just important that we always understand and acknowledge where our limitations are and understand and acknowledge not every single dish is going to come out perfectly. Just like, I mean, you're a podcaster. Mm -hmm. Not every single podcast episode is going to come out perfectly. You're going to have some moment where you're going to be like, oh, I wish I had said this or asked this or edited this differently or or whatever. There's always going to be something. We're always kind of striving for perfection, I think, in in ourselves, especially if you're somebody who is a perfectionist, which I tend to be in some cases. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it can get tough, but just acknowledge your limitations. Just know that sometimes you will fail and just look at yourself and say, it's okay. Yeah. I think self-acceptance is a huge thing that I've been on in the last year or so and getting out of my head and reframing things because as much as I like to talk about the examples that I've learned from nature, I still have to keep relearning them or keep being reminded of them (laughs) and about flexibility in particular. But if someone tunes into Nikolai's Kitchen, they can hear things like your quick bite sections and you've got positivity section and table for two is another element of the show table for two is an interview series i do so you basically i ask someone for their favorite dish or a favorite dish doesn't have to be the favorite one (laughs) and you know when i initially kind of did the concept for it i had planned on making it live on the air and just doing the interview as i went Mm mm-hmm and then I decided not to do it. And then when I interviewed Dan of Netflix and Swill, he just decided to do it anyway. <laughs> so, 
it was literally him cooking the entire thing all the way through, which is chicken tikka masala, which I'd never made before. I loved it. It turned out amazing. Awesome. And it was a great discussion. And I really can't wait. And I, I feel like, you know, there's a level of uh, vulnerability that kind of comes with that because your guard's a little bit more down because you're concentrated on cooking and not answering the question a certain way, you know? Yeah. What an experience to share with someone else, though. What a connection to have with someone else and share that and then the com- share the conversation around that as well. I love it. Yeah, I can't. I, I honestly can't wait to do more of them. Just mm-hmm. with live stream for the cure coming, I am very, very rightly stepping back from the show and saying, OK, I'm going to take a break for six weeks or so. And I did that with restaurant, too. Like, And I think that's always I, when I was on Epic Film, guys, like we did nonstop. It was go, 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 go every week, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And that can get a little bit draining and you can get definitely get into some burnout that way. And I mean, I don't think I would ever do a podcast again that doesn't take breaks seasonally, like, you know, at least take a couple weeks or at least take like a month or a month and a half or whatever to just kind of recharge, refresh, maybe freshen up like some music and some some different things on the show, some graphics. I'm definitely working on some new graphics and stuff, but. I don't know when, uh, you know, and like I said, I might not even, I might not even get a chance to, you know, and it depends on how quickly, if I'm able to get ingredients to make something. And then if I'm able to make it, it's, you know, I, I don't want to try to rush myself because then that's when I get stressed out and I've got enough of the workload from live stream for the cure, just kind of like knocking on the door behind me, like, Hey, Hey, don't forget about me. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, you mentioned about having, you know, sort of figuring out your limitations, setting boundaries, and that's not a bad thing. If you're not able to yeah. get one in between now and then, that's totally okay. There's no downside to that. We just have to wait, and waiting is fine, and it'll be amazing when it does come around. And I think that's a, a thing that is really important to remember because you can be really passionate about something, which is amazing. There can be pressure from everywhere, and if you let that get to you, that's where the burnout comes to, and then it destroys the passion you had for the thing that you were doing in the first place. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. That's why, I mean, it, like you mentioned, when I, I had done an episode, and then I was my deadline was pressing up, and I just I sat down, and I just I turned on the, the recording software, and I got the microphone, and I just watched the waveforms kind of go across the, the front of the screen, and I was just like, I got nothing. I can't do it. Like mm-hmm. I literally just can't do it. And and that's okay. It's, it's, it's okay to, to accept when it's time to, sometimes it's time to press record and sometimes it's not, I guess, you know? Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Cause I think that might be something that is quite valuable for people listening wherever they are on their journey. You know, it's a nice reminder to have that it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's as simple as that. Like, no matter what, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody is struggling out there. And no matter what you're struggling with, like, it's okay to just, even if you don't want to necessarily talk to other people about it, which, you know, if you're somebody that's having darker thoughts, you probably should. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just something, even if you just kind of need to just reflect back to yourself, just it's it's okay to step back from everything. And it's okay to say, I need a mental health day. I need to reassess the way that I'm looking at this. I need to take some time away from this. I need to maybe something, maybe it's something you need to give up completely and make like a big life change or something like that. You know, there's different times in my life. Like when I left Epic Film Guys, that was a big thing. Yeah. I knew I had to do it because it just wasn't, you know, what I needed it to be anymore. And it was just kind of overwhelming me, you know? Yeah. It's okay. It's always going to be okay 
to step back to say, I don't got this. I need help even. Yeah, I need help. or I need to just, you know, take a day away or take a couple days away and really, really rethink the way that I'm doing this, you know? What are some of the things that have helped you? Walking. Walking. Getting outside and being physically active and stuff. Like, I mean, as you mentioned earlier, and as you know, I mean, I lost over 100 pounds with the Drop the Sugar. Mm -hmm. And that was a fantastic journey to go on. Yeah. And it's something that I still am working on, you know, to this day is maintaining my weight. I've definitely kept most of the weight off, which has been really, really great. Awesome. One of the best things that I do is I get out there on the street and I just plug in some music or plug in some podcasts and just mm-hmm. breathe. And I let the, you know, the fresh air just kind of breathe into my lungs. And sometimes hopefully it's sunny out. I live in Binghamton, New York. So sometimes, oftentimes it's not. <laughs> but even then, you know, I just, I, I take a moment just to get out away from the devices, away from everything else, the computer, the internet, whatever. And I just get outside and I just, like, I, I'm not in nature, so to speak, but I'm outside and I'm just kind of breathing and relaxing. And it really, really helps me just kind of process through things and think my way through things. Mm-hmm. And then usually when I get back, I'm able to kind of just sit down and breathe and maybe approach something from a little bit of a different angle. Uh, if I'm stressed out a lot, I like to play video games. It just helps me to kind of relieve stress to have digital bad guys to beat up on or whatever. Yeah. You know? Do you have like a set plan for your walks or do you see where your feet take you? I see where my feet take me because sometimes I might just be, I might not have the energy or I might have not slept well or I might be too tired. So I might only get like two or three miles in. Mm-hmm. But like got home from my girlfriend's house and I was just kind of doing some different work for a live stream and whatnot and it was still really nice and sunny outside so i went out and i got almost six miles you know i just kind of kept going wow and i love it Mm -hmm. just side note here nick do you mind talking about rebecca reason i ask is because she's kind of been a pretty big light in your life i think and i don't want to go into personal details or whatnot but i am happy that you found her is basically what i'm saying that i'm happy you've got this person to share things with she seems amazing yeah she's been nothing but supportive of me from literally day one i mean it's kind of a night and day situation compared to my marriage where i you know and like you know how passionate i'm about podcasting and about how passionate i'm about live stream for the cure and all those kind of different things Mm -hmm. and you know i was married to someone who did not support any of that whatsoever you know, and who was very, very negative about all of that stuff. And Rebecca has never, ever once been anything but positive and loving and supportive and generous with her time and her attention and, and, and everything. I mean, she's she's literally the best thing that's ever happened to me. I mean, I don't know how else to describe it, but uh, I constantly wonder every day what I did to deserve her. <laughs> I mean, really, it's that simple. I am so grateful that you found each other, and it is amazing to have such a wonderful person in your corner, cheering you on, supporting you in all the things, because you do amazing things, Nick, and you deserve that support. You do. And I'm so happy for you. Thank you. It's strange to me at times, and I've talked to her about that before, too. Like, I've talked to her, and, you know, I'm like, it's strange to me to have somebody in my corner who supports me. And, like, I I have, I am surrounded by incredible people like you mentioned emily of the story behind who is an incredible person Mm -hmm. 
You know, I know just the most wonderful people around the world just from podcasting, including yourself. Yeah. You know, just amazing, amazing people who have always been so good and so positive and like just kind of this amazing network of people, but never like I've never had that like in an intimate sense, like in a in a relationship sense, you know. And it, it, it's, um, it, it's, it's strange. Like I said, it's sometimes it's still strange to me to have that. And I mean, I'm getting there. Like it's something that I've, you know, I've, I've got my guard up periodically. I think we all do, especially mm-hmm. when you're dating at 40, Yeah. you know, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 I don't plan on, I don't plan on her going anywhere. She's, she's definitely sticking around if I have anything to say about it. Cause she is incredible. She really, really is. Excellent. I, that's what I can see anyway, as a very distant person on the outside. And I just mm. wanted to say that I'm so happy for you because it's a, it's really nice to know as someone who cares about you a lot to see that you do have someone that close that can be that amazing for you. Yeah. She's, I mean, I, like I said, she's the best thing that ever happened to me. I, I really, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm so, so grateful for her every day. I mean, she, and, and you know, the, the way that, my life is now like as much as I focus on positivity, like it's a conscious choice to be positive. It's a conscious choice to focus on positivity and trying to do good things in the world and to try to build people up and, and to be a positive force in the world. I feel absolutely having someone like her in my corner can throw out whatever cliche you want, but like the wind beneath my wings or whatever, (laughs) whatever. like, I mean, it's, it's really, really true though, because like she always is, is just giving me positive support. She's always just lifting me up, supporting me. Like, you know, when, when live stream comes, like she immediately, you know, cause she just moved into a new place that Mm -hmm. I will also be moving to in roughly six months or so. Yeah. And, you know, she's like, why don't you have live stream here? Like, and just literally like constantly, you know, like making suggestions, offering me feedback on things and like, you know, being a sounding board for like, you know, why don't you not do this? This is going to be a little bit whatever. Like, why don't you not do this or whatever? Like she's like thrown herself into like kind of a, a, an integral support role you know, that I, I mean, it, like I said, it's, it's beyond words. It's more than I could have ever asked for. And I already have so many amazing people that surround me that help with live stream with my life and just, you know, and, and whatever, but to, to have that in like an intimate sense, like I said, it's something I've never had before. And it's, it, she's pretty, she's pretty spectacular. She really, really is. That's awesome. That is so cool. And like I said, so happy for you, Nick. Because Livestream for the Cure is looming, where can people find where to find out more information, to donate, because I believe that's open, merch is available, and the Livestream event itself? Everything is pretty much Livestreamforthecure.com. Just head for Livestreamforthecure.com, or you can search for it on social media. There's an Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And yes, you can make early donations now. And yes, you can buy merchandise. You can buy a mug, which I know Heather probably already has. I'm on it. (laughs) And all proceeds from all of the merchandise and everything like that also go toward the goal. We're aiming for 15 grand this year, which is by far the biggest goal we've ever aimed for. But I, I definitely think with the network of people that we have around this thing, the the amazing support network of people all over the world, there's no chance we're not going to do this. Like, we're absolutely going to crush it. And then next year we go to 20. And then beyond that, who knows? Yeah, I totally believe that we can do it. Amazing 
amazing group of people who get behind this. I am proud to be a part of it. And you can find the live streams itself at twitch.tv slash livestream for the cure. That is correct. That's where it will be May 19th through the 23rd, starting at 4 p.m. Eastern. I actually just... I decided to bump back the start of the kickoff event because the kickoff event was just supposed to be like a whole bunch of games and just me like talking to the audience and just hanging out and doing whatever. And like so many people are interested in the event. I filled up like almost all the slots on Wednesday with guests too. So yes, I mean, (laughs) it's just like, so I pushed back the start of the event even, even more just to be on the air even more. I mean, eventually I'm just going to have to replace myself with a robot that can just be live for like four days straight. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> but yeah, live stream or yeah, twitch.tv slash live stream for the cure is where the event will be uh, held live May 19th through the 23rd. So yeah, all that information is at livestreamforthecure.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, Nick. And if you're wanting to hear more of Nick's positivity and stuff, you can listen to the back catalog of Nikolai's Kitchen and be excited about when a new season starts after live stream for the cure is finished. And <laughs> hopefully, Nick gets some rest because you need to recharge so that you can give that energy back into all the things that you do <laughs> yeah, may 31st i'll still do the quick bites the quick bites are like less than you know five minutes or less mm-hmm. basically uh just a really really quick recipe to break down but otherwise no i'm not doing anything until <laughs> until may 31st which is memorial day here in the states so that'll be all about barbecuing nice awesome thank you so much for sharing your time with me Nick and I love and support all of the things that you do and I can't wait to be a part of this year's event and all of the ones going forward. (laughs) Thank you very very much for having me. I love you. You are one of literally one of the most amazing and wonderful people I know and I'm always anytime like I said anytime I get to share a mic with you I'm there. Awesome. Thank you Nick. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much Nick for sharing your time with me to have this conversation and thank you listener for listening and sharing your feedback. We would love to hear from you. If you have a connection with Nick or you find one after listening, please share them with us. If there's someone you know who might benefit from discovering more about Nick, we would love you to share it with them too. All of the details of this episode can be found at justheathers.com forward slash guests. Until next time.